everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of 23rd Mind TV. Episode number 10. That's worth celebrating and that's what we're doing by giving you another, this episode. Quite simple. Uh, many things have happened since the last episode. We have moved house and we have been sent a lot of interesting things. And we have also been doing a lot of interesting things. And just a reminder, if you're listening to this in the 23rd Mind Rendering Unconscious podcast stream, there is a video of this on YouTube. So head over to YouTube and check it out because we're going to be showing videos and also showing different items that we've made and that our friends have sent us. Mm -hmm. That's right. And um, without further ado, uh, we should just uh, start talking about what's been going on here. And um, one of the things in terms of products that have filled me with great joy is the new edition of uh, Sacred Intent. I know that many of you um, know the book Sacred Intent from uh, the first edition. And this new one has, um, uh, it's an expanded edition, has extra material, a poem and an epitaphic text that I wrote after Jan had died uh, early last year. So. Sacred Intent Expanded Edition is out now and it's, um, I don't know, a great insight into a great mind uh, and uh, sort of invaluable material, not only to me, uh, we've had uh, some really good feedback about this book and um, interestingly enough it's sort of also coinciding with Jen's actual uh, autobiography, Non-Binary, which is a great read. Um, and uh, well worth getting both these books, of course, because it's uh, just filled with stuff from a very, very uh, interesting life and also inspiring life. Yeah, they're great complementary yeah. pieces. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And sort of for me, it's brought on this uh, onslaught of memories from, you know, the Topi days. And we were involved with uh, the Temple of Psychic Youth. And uh, I'm happy to say that, that that kind of spirit of networking and, you know, in a magical context and doing magic in a networking context uh, still lives on. Uh, and among other uh, things and uh, manifestations, there's this uh, Canadian label called Flesh Prison. Uh, they uh, started out with... Um, uh, comp compilation tape called The Wild World Itself is Holy. I have a track on there. And then they recently released my latest album, which is called Reseduction uh, on digital and cassette. Uh, and it sort of captures that uh, topy spirit, I would say, not only in their endeavor and sort of doing things in a very nice way and focusing on networking and also bringing magical people together. Um, but in many other ways also. And for me, going through all of this material, stemming from those days, working with Jan, etc. Um, it feels like little mushrooms in a way, uh, sprouting or popping up from the ground that has been dormant, but is now very, very much uh, alive. Well, and that's the great thing about mushrooms. Even when you don't see them popping <laughs> up, there's still a huge network underneath, right? Yeah, exactly. So the network yeah. has always been there. Mm -hmm. And there's a video from one of the tracks on Reseduction, right? There is. Uh, and uh, I suggest that we take a look at it. Let's do that. Let's do it. It was written. Written. It is written. Written. 
That was the track Do Easy Does It, a video made by uh, Canadian artists working with Flesh Prison Records, a label that we really like. So check that out. Yeah. And in the same Toby spirit, I recently made a lecture that Carl gave on the Temple of Psychic Youth into an episode of Rendering Unconscious podcast. So that way anyone who wasn't familiar with it can be familiar with what they were doing. And also people that were familiar with Topi or are familiar with Topi will learn more insight into the practices. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And um, I can only speak for myself. I feel that um, it was such a strong creative imprint uh, back then with uh, with Topi and um, I don't think that they will ever sort of leave me in terms of my own creative processes and and uh, one of the things that I'm thinking of is this sort of gesamt um, aspect where it's not just a text or a piece of music is woven together and like we've done so much uh, also create films for it and um, I'm thinking also of Radio Mega Golem uh, this uh, audiovisual project that we have been uh, working on. There was recently another episode, Radio Mega Golem, uh, episode number six. This time it was in Swedish and it also integrated material from a novel that I've uh, recently completed in Swedish called Codex Nordica. And uh, as per usual, uh, I also made a little film for the episode. So let's watch just a tiny little clip from that film. Varför skriver jag det här överhuvudtaget? Varje dag mer eller mindre samma betraktelser. Middagen, småpratet, väder och vind, tanken på vad som finns längre bort, vad jag läst under dagen. Vi har alltid samma gäster, tycks det mig. Herre eller tjänstefolk från gårdarna i närheten. Jakthistorier, någon som hittat en bok till mitt bibliotek. Det stör mig ibland, framförallt när jag läst något som utspelat sig någon annanstans. 
Men då tanken irrar allt för långt bort dyker den fruktan upp som följt mig sedan barnsben. Alla på gården delar den. Alla i trakten delar den. Är det skrivet i sten eller i en liten plastmaskin? Är det ristat för evigheten eller rustat för ett kombatantlöst krig? Ack, ljuva nepotism. Ack, undersköna fåfänga. Så fint ni samspelar till tonen av champagneflöjter och ömsesidig skinnbanjo i den ljumma aftonen. Men det är inte endast myggorna som suger blod på artighetens strad. Alla de stackars skådespelarna skådar och spelar ängsligt. Mer än villiga att anpassa det kompromisslösa så att det smakar en smula mer som allt annat och alla andra. Yeah, that was a little section from Radio Mega Golem episode 6. Yeah, so that's what we've been working on. We have a little bit of music to talk about as well, but first I want to make sure that we mention our upcoming psych art residency at Morbid Anatomy Museum because that's coming up September. Um, Every Sunday in September we'll be hosting an event. It's kind of a continuation of our psychoanalysis art and the occult series of events that started in 2016 and actually the very first psychoanalysis art and occult event was held at Morbid Anatomy Museum. Caitlin Foisy and I gave a talk about our cut-up work together, our third mind work together. Um, It was the day after David Bowie died. That was very memorable Uh, in January of 2016. And then of course Carl and I had our first conference in London that May, which opened on Freud's birthday in May 6th of 2016. And then we had our second conference in Murano, Italy in 2019, also in May, June of 2019. And now we're doing the next event series uh, of the Psych Art Cult series. So on next Sunday, September 5th, I'm going to be speaking about Freud's explorations of the occult. And then uh, fellow philosopher, psychoanalyst, Isabel Millar will be talking about psychoanalysis and artificial intelligence and what she calls the patty political body. So definitely join us for that. It's going to be tons of fun. Um, If you're not familiar yet with Isabel's work, I have done two Rendering Unconscious podcast episodes with her, so I can link to those and you can check those out in the meantime. Then the following Sunday, September 12th, we have Mary Wilde. Um, You should be familiar with Mary by now as well. I'm always talking about her fantastic projection series at the Freud Museum London. And I've also done a couple of episodes of Rendering Unconscious podcast with Mary. We talked about the Freud Netflix series, which blends the themes of psychoanalysis and art and the occult as well. So that was really fun. Um, And Mary's going to be talking about taxidermy in the film Psycho by Alfred Hitchcock. So that's going to be fantastic. And then... Joining us that day is Miss Anna Biller um, of The Love Witch and Viva. And so we're going to be having a discussion with her about her work um, as a writer and director. So that's going to be exciting. And then the 19th of September, we have The Scarlets, Peter Gray and Alkistis Demek. And they're going to be joining us um, at Morbid Anatomy Online as well. 
Peter's going to be talking about his new book, The Two Antichrists, where he talks about Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard and their Babylon working. And Alcistis will be joining him and doing readings throughout that session. Mm -hmm. And then the final session. Yeah, the final session. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to round that beautiful series off, uh, I will be uh, talking about uh, Memento Mori and sort of the power of. Uh, the image of death and how it can uh, inspire us to live more fully. And uh, I will also be uh, sharing that uh, evening with uh, Blanche Barton uh, from the Church of Satan, uh, Anton LaVey's partner and uh, one of the leaders of the Church of Satan. Um, so that will be a very memorable and interesting, not only evening, but an entire series. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, speaking of uh, Blanche, she has just... Uh, published this book called We Are Satanists. It's a book that's a, a vastly expanded version of her old book called The Church of Satan from 1990. This just came out. It's a huge, big tome. And um, it's incredibly interesting if you have any sort of inclination or interest in the development and history and uh, perhaps also future of the Church of Satan and Satanism, uh, that book needs to be read. It's a fantastic, fantastic read. Yeah, I just finished it and I actually uh, just interviewed Blanche for Rendering Unconscious podcast as well. So look forward to that episode coming out soon. Mm -hmm. And Blanche and Carl's talks uh, will be on Sunday, September 26th yeah. at Morbid Anatomy Online. And there'll be links to all of those in the text accompanying this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be a great, great thing when uh, autumn begins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. we have also been uh, quite uh, creative um, when it comes to uh, music. Uh, specifically, you have in, been involved in some really interesting uh, uh, collaborations. Yeah, some of the best yet, I think. Um, I first worked with Henrik Nordvari Bjork, and uh, he put my vocals to some super heavy dark music that I really love um, and that turned out to become the album Inner Underworld so you can find that at our band camp or at Nordvari's band camp as well and let's listen to a track from that this is Sleazy Scandals Babylon Lilith Lucifer Babylon, Lilith, Lucifer, Babylon, Lilith, Lucifer, Babylon, Lilith, Lucifer.
task of the eye is superior to the telescope. Their name liveth forevermore. I manifest the best. Babylon, Lilith, Lucifer, Chaos, Sleazy, Scandal, my friend brings silence. That was uh, Sleazy Scandals from the collaboration Inner Underworld uh, by Vanessa and Nordvari. It's one of my favorite albums this year. Absolutely. It's amazing. But then you also uh, worked with uh, Pete Murphy. That's another, not one, but two great albums. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually funny because Pete and I met on Twitter, as I've met a lot of my new friends. And he actually had heard the album by Nordvari and I and kept posting how much he liked it and how it was his favorite album of the year and so then we decided to do a collaboration together as well and that turned into two albums um so we actually have two videos i made a video for a track from the first album and carl made a video from a track from the second album so we can see both of those as well this first track is called situated in the gap for derek jarman um and yeah it's from our album, This Is Voyeurism. The soundtrack of fitting exploration of cut-up sound collage techniques providing an ethereal soundscape. Sexuality is fluid. Sexuality and death. I adore voyeurism. Exhibitionism, drugs, alcohol, sex, music, freedom, poetry, life, chaos, journey, trials, film, silence. Struggle within the creative process. Create universes of your own within the creative process. Create universes of your own. Within the creative process, create universes of your own.
yeah that was situated in the gap and let's immediately move on to the next video which is called these boots enjoy these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair however one of these days these boots will drug the psyche of us all drug the psyche of us all drug the psyche of us all these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair these boots are made for walking just got a brand new pair however one of these days these boots will drug you one of these days these boots will drug you one of these days these boots will drug you one of these days these boots will drug you drug you drug you and that was these boots and that's from our second album together uh, myself and Pete Murphy called conceive ourselves and actually for that album specifically all of the texts that I read from uh, for the Conceive Ourselves album are actually from the Megan Golem book that Carl and I made um, earlier this year or yeah. last year? Earlier yeah. this year? <laughs> sometime. <laughs> yeah, sometime recently. Yeah. The Megan Golem, A Woman Manual for All Times and Spaces. Mm. Yeah, you should check that out. It contains a lot of uh, cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And speaking of books, I guess it's time to talk about books our friends have sent us. Why and not? Other let's, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so I've gotten some great books lately, besides Blanche's book, which, as I said, I just read and interviewed her. We are Satanists. Mm. I've also received some other books from some fantastic friends. Um, Makita Brotman, I recently had on Rendering Unconscious podcast. She's a psychoanalyst who also writes about true crime. And this is her book, Couple Found Slain, where she talks about. Um, a case of a man who's been not in prison but found um, not fit to stand trial for like criminal insanity reasons and how he's kind of stuck in this limbo state of not really having an end date or a finality to what his sentence is going to be because he was never really sentenced because he was not fit to, sit to stand trial. So it's a really interesting exploration into things that a lot of us don't think about that can happen in the kind of judi judicial system. And then I also got this book from Makita recently, which I just finished reading this weekend. Both of these books, I'll tell you, I read each of them in two days because <laughs> they're so fantastic. Makita's such a great writer. And this is Phantoms of the Clinic from Thought Transference to Projective Identification. So if you like psychoanalysis and the occult, this is definitely a book for you to check out. And then another book that I recently got, um, and also Hannah was also on the podcast, and I just released her episode. 
she wrote a book, Hand is Even, on the distance cure, a history of teletherapy. And that is also so useful right now because a lot of people, if you're a psychoanalyst or psychologist or know people that are or go to one, um, all, you know that all of a sudden when COVID began, everyone started working at home and working online and through Zoom and that sort of thing. And Hannah's book just happened to be coming out right at the same time. Uh, she told me yesterday when I interviewed her that she just wrapped it and sent it in right when the pandemic started. So then there's kind of an additional uh, appendix to the book that she wrote after COVID began, um, kind of reflecting on that state and the state of affairs since then. So if you're interested in teletherapy um, and doing therapy remotely, this is a really interesting book and also ties in surprisingly with psychoanalysis and the cult as well because she talks about, well, first of all, she told me that a lot of people misread or missay it instead of saying a history of teletherapy, they say a, a history of telepathy. So that's kind of a fun slip. But she also said that um, in the first chapter, she starts the book by talking about Freud's history with telepathy, which is interesting because I had just finished reading this book, is what Makita talks about that as well, and how Freud had this secret kind of fascination with telepathy, and at the end of his life, he actually said that, you know, telepathy is not just likely, it's most definitely possible, and that he really wished he had focused more on that publicly throughout his career because he really found it to be basically a fact. So that's really interesting. That's in both of these books. So check them out and mm. listen to Rendering Unconscious podcast, of course. Yeah. From our, <laughs> our uh, friend Adele Soto in uh, Florida, uh, we have received uh, this book, This Hidden City, a uh, tour of New York's esoteric side. And it's uh, a great, great read uh, with Adele walking around in New York and finding this you know, wonderfully dark and, you know, dismal and mysterious places and writes about them and takes pictures of them. Uh, it's very, very interesting, this hidden city. And Adele has also been focusing a lot on um, his scene called the Anima Animus Art Series scene. We have uh, six um, issues so far. I'm sure there will be more. And it's, you know, ranging from photography to painting to collage work. Uh, with uh, different contemporary artists and it's uh, very nicely produced, four color, nice printing, um, well worth checking out the Anima Animus uh, art series zine. Yeah, and it's an ongoing series. He has more yeah. issues coming out. Yes. So, um, we talk about Adele basically every episode because <laughs> yeah. he's so productive. Yeah. He's always sending stuff. And so we've linked to his work before and we'll link to it again. Yes. So check out Adele Soto. And he also does music as 156. He has this cassette out and he has a lot of music on Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. That's really fantastic. So you can check that out as well. 156. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and another interesting thing we got recently was this uh, Guisha. Uh, it's an entire pack by... Our friend Axel Torvenius is a great illustrator and uh, just a very, very creative guy. And it's an entire little box with uh, talismans and 72 cards um, with the Guetic uh, demons and forces. It's kind of a great way to uh, get to know those forces, at least, you know, initially. Um, and I, you know, wouldn't recommend working with them, but uh, whatever people say that, you know, don't work with this, then of course, most people will be interested in working with that. It's, it's kind of heavy stuff, but these cards are very, very good as a pedagogical tool 
uh, of really, you know, um, working with it in a new way, not just reading about it and using the sigils, but actually, you know, having a bit of a um, relationship before you begin in earnest. Also contains beautiful uh, jewelry uh, and um, stuff, basically. Axel is so good with stuff and he packs it really well. So check that out, Guisha. And we have the latest issue of Blood Come and Spit, which we've also talked about on 23rd Mind TV before. So definitely check out their work. They have these great little zines coming out on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Blood Come and Spit. And if you don't know what that refers to, besides the obvious just secretions, <laughs> then you should, again, listen to Carl's episode on the Temple of Psychic Youth. And then maybe you'll understand why blood come and spit is so magically important and yes. potent. And read Sacred Intent, the expanded edition, too, <laughs> on that note. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we also have this record by Val Dunham. It's a fantastic 7-inch, and it's actually the very first record that we listened to in our new home. And it's spinning often. And it's been on play ever since. <laughs> so check out Val Dunham. You know we love her and yeah. all of her work. Um, she's our favorite. And then we also got wonderful art um, as gifts for our new home. So we wanted to say thank you. We got this incredible uh, piece by Artemis, one of our Patreon patrons. And it's so finely detailed and crafted, this beautiful rose. And um, when we saw it, we actually received it before we had even told anyone we were moving. It just came in the mail as a surprise. And was such a lovely, you know, intuitive housewarming gift. So thank you so yeah, much. Thank Artemis. you very much. We love it. And yes. we have it hanging up. And then recently we had friends visit. Um, and one of those friends is an artist, Anne Sophie. And she brought us this fantastic piece. Wonderful. So thank you so much, Anne Sophie. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for, for uh, beautifying our beautiful house even more. Yeah. Is that everything? I think that sums it up for uh, this time, but we'll be back soon again. But uh, it's been uh, a great summer. We have produced a lot of stuff. We've received a lot of good stuff and we're very happy that you're watching this. Keep watching, we'll be back soon. Until then, take care and thank you.